Welcome to the Welsh Yogi Podcast. We're now recording a new episode of the Welsh Yogi Podcast. Today with Gopal, Vamsi and Garanga. And where are we today, boys? Aberaeron. We're recording this a few days before um, Gorpanima. Okay. Well, I was thinking of going through today. I, was th- I got this book by Radhanath Swami called Soulwise. And I was going to read different articles and see what you guys think of it. Because mm. if you don't know Vamsi and Garanga, they're both full time monks in the Brahmacharya Ashram, practicing Bhakti Yoga very seriously, diligently. And if we want to understand things, then they're good people to go to. So let's see. Okay? Yeah, go to Vamshi, maybe. Yeah. Okay, this is called Perfect Charity. <coughs> Ready? Okay. Charity is of three types. Charity of the body. No, charity for the body. Charity for the mind. and charity for the soul. To give food, shelter, clothes, and hospitalization is charity for the body. To encourage people to be good to others and to be friendly is charity for the mind. To give transcendental knowledge and facilities for people to be educated in spiritual life is charity for the soul. All three must go together side by side. From a spiritual point of view, today, even many rich people are more poverty-stricken than the poor. We should definitely help the poor by giving what they need to maintain their bodies, but we should not neglect the rich either. They are suffering too. 80% of the people in the upper income bracket have to take sleeping pills to fall asleep. What does that mean? They have so much money and prestige. They have beautiful houses, Mercedes cars, silken clothes, water beds, all kinds of guards and security, devices around their homes, and yet they are so miserable and ridden with anxiety that they cannot even sleep. Yet in Mumbai, I see people just sleeping right on the bare street. They do not take sleeping pills. In fact, they sleep within seconds. So who is happier? Who has more peace of mind in life? All sectors of society, whether rich or poor, are in need of the charity of transcendental knowledge. You know here, waterbed. Yeah, waterbed. The the thing that you sleep in water. Yeah, I think I've slept in a waterbed before. Hmm. Interesting. I remember seeing it in The Simpsons. (laughs) (laughs) You remember Edward Scissorhands when he Uh, sleeps because he's got scissors for hands. He pierces it. Hey, Grang, you should know that of your film knowledge. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more a film guy than a TV show guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, any reflections on that? Anything that stood out for you? Um, I got, I got um, an example I'd like to present uh, to the audience. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to have your opinion on it. You talk about charity, but right yesterday in the street I met, I mean, I, I saw like a, a naked guy. Uh, and 
and uh, obviously you needed both three types of charities, you know. And um, one was obviously you needed some clothes, uh, which is charity for the body. But he, he looked a little off his head as well, so he probably needed a bit of charity for his mind. And uh, and but what would be would charity for the soul be solving all the problems at once? Then. MC. Well, you know, like sometimes in order to take spiritual charity to get because the author Radnath Swami said that spiritual charity means giving transcendental knowledge you know knowledge about the difference between the body and the soul knowledge about the supreme the source of everything you know so this is the highest kind of charity but you can't accept that you can't you know you can't really receive that kind of spiritual charity transcendental knowledge when you're not in a, a very good condition you know so sometimes you know in order to be able to receive spiritual knowledge or spiritual charity you know you need to kind of get yourself <laughs> in a good condition you know? so was that naked man was he ready for spiritual charity It didn't, it didn't look very ready for spiritual charity, but but I guess everyone is qualified for it in one sense, isn't it? Uh-huh. And even most of people walk naked in the street, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that was my reflection. <laughs> so what, what is spiritual charity then? <clears throat> what is it? If I was going to give someone spiritual charity today. Well, I think like the author said, you know, giving transcendental knowledge. Um, you know, because knowledge has the power to free you from all kinds of problems. You know, so you can give material charity for the body, um, and give someone a meal or something, or give them a bed for the night if they're, you know, homeless. But you know, the next day is going to come, and they're going to get hungry again and need a bed to stay in again. You know, so whatever material charity you can give. For the body just runs out quite quickly you know mm-hmm. um and you know mental charity i think he talked about that's you know a bit more lasting you know if you can sort some if someone has some psychological difficulties which are holding them back in life mm. you can you can try and fix them you know and help them like that and he said yeah to encourage people and to be good to others mm-hmm. and to be friendly is charity for the mind Mm-hmm. Hmm. So All three must go together side by side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the point I was making is that spiritual charity is meant to, you know, get to all those problems at the root, you know. So if you can become enlightened through transcendental knowledge, then you can transcend, you know, all kinds of problems of the body and mind, you know. But that's that's an advanced stage. In order to do that, generally, you need to you know, be in a relatively stable condition of body and mind, you know? Mm. But so do I have to get my body and mind together first before I get spiritual? Well, the spiritual path, you know, it does, you know, generally bodily and mental health and well-being, you know, they do kind of come as concomitant 
fact, you know, byproducts mm. of spiritual life, you know. Mm. Um, so it's quite amazing, like that. So, like the Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, they, they um, not only do they deal with the highest goal, but they deal with, you know, how to, how to look after these kind of lower levels as well, you know. Mm-hmm. So you usually they they come hand in hand. You don't. It's not that you have to get really, really, um, really good on body and mind before you can go to the soul. But st- that being said, you know, you have to be relatively stable. You know, sometimes, you know, you need a crutch in order to walk, like they mm-hmm. give that example, you know. So, for example, you know, sometimes someone comes to spiritual life and that's great. It solves all the problems, but they might need some kind of, you know, counselling or something, you know, something that's just an ordinary kind of solution to to their problems as a crutch so that they can then focus on their spiritual life. Mm. You know, better. Happens. Yeah, and we also look after our health. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, one who's regulated in his habits of eating, sleeping, um, recreation, and work can mitigate all pains by practicing the yoga system. So Krishna said, it's important to be balanced and healthy mm-hmm. for your spiritual life. You know, so, mm. so both of their spiritual life solves all your problems, and also in order to have a good spiritual life, you have to deal with your <laughs> you have to deal with your, the... with your problems. Mm. What you'd say, the material element sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. other aspects of charity. Mm. So I guess, yeah, so what the author Anna Swami is saying, so there's different kinds of charity, they should all go side by side, but we're mainly, we can forget about giving this spiritual charity, right? Which you said is transcendental knowledge. You mean sometimes people forget about giving spiritual charity? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So this is something, I mean, we could carry on, but this is something I've wondered in a podcast. I want to get different people's answers. Because so, so many people say, I'm going to practice spiritual life. I'm going to be spiritual. So what's the word spiritual mean? Hmm. Karanga, Ramsey? Um, what's spiritual mean? What does it mean to be spiritual? I mean, a lot of people I meet, the, the, when I hear... The word spiritual, this they may be a bit like um, um, still th- think that it's connoted like religious, mm-hmm. you know. But ultimately, you know, I think most people don't really know what it means. And and spiritual, you can oppose it to um, material. I think in the sense that uh, material refers to temporary thing, whereas spiritual refers to something which is more to the like happening on a permanent level. So if you perform material activity, you're going to get temporary result. If you perform spiritual activity, you're going to get something a little more permanent. So if in all activities you're looking for something like happiness, you know, like um, you do perform material activity and then you're going to get temporary happiness. But if you perform spiritual activity, then you may get something a little more lasting. Okay, nice. So spiritual is things that are eternal or lead to something eternal mm. and material is something temporary or leads to something temporary yeah it's connected it's to nice. the real real self which is spiritual and eternal and and so on mm. yeah Krishna gives that <coughs> gives that answer as well in the Gita when yeah that which is temporary is basically non-existent because it's gonna disappear so that's the material whereas the spiritual 
it's lasting. You know, Krishna says that in the Gita as well. Hmm. I was going to add, I, I heard that like the English word spirit or spiritual is related to the, um, you know, like you, if you say um, respiration, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm not sure what the exact root is, but that, um, and also inspiration, you know, but it's to do with the breath, you know, mm-hmm. and so I think it's to do, you know, that relates to the, the essence of life, you know. Mm-hmm. So spirituality is about what's essential, you know, mm-hmm. with for life. So the body um, is not the essential um, element, actually, because, I mean, it's, it's at least according to the yoga text, you know, life goes on outside the body. And we, we see that, you know, when people have out-of-body experiences and all these kind of things that you can actually exist independent of your body, you know, like that. But this, so the spirit's the life force behind everything. So then, spiritual means something which is in relation to that life force, that conscious energy which powers your body and mind. Mm. And but that's rare. People don't really know much about it, and they rarely are able to teach or say anything about it. Yeah, because uh, you have what spiritualists. Mm. Right, spiritualist mm. churches and stuff, but they mainly talk to the dead and things. Yeah, this is what they're doing. They call it ghosts and spirits, but according to the Bhagavad Gita, that you know, when we say spiritual, that that's we're talking about something completely different from ghosts and ghouls. <laughs> Those are um, they're existing on more like the mental platform, you know, whereas the spiritual platform is actually beyond all those things. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think Krishna redefines really well these terms, isn't it? Because uh, like I was saying earlier, some people you, you say the word spiritual and they think or oh, religion, you know. But actually, actually you, can, you may say some, you may say the word spiritual to some other people, and you know, they may say, they may say, oh no, you know, I'm, I'm not like hairy fairy kind of thing. Because spiritual also is is has this can have this this connotation for some people of like, you know, it's this is why people you know you ask the question what does that mean it's because people don't have a clue you know so yeah sometimes it refers to ghouls and spirits and sometimes it refers to something a bit more religious or sometimes it refers to that so I think Krishna defines it quite well but um, <coughs> also spiritual uh, in, in the Bhagavad Gita as explained by Krishna you know you you have the something a bit more kind of uh, a definition a bit more st- stable you know and, and, and based on some kind of scientific knowledge you know, so. Mm. Um. Yeah, I met, you remind me, I met someone yesterday. By the way, Vamsi, for those of you who don't know, Vamsi's made <coughs> us this drink. What is this drink, Vamsi? It's like. <laughs> it's raspberry milkshake. Raspberry milkshake. I don't it's know if I can drink any more, to be honest. Have you, finished, <laughs> have you drank any of yours, Grant? No, I don't think there's any raspberries in, the, in this strawberry jam that you put in the milk. You heated up there. milk and put some strawberry jam in there, right? And you called it raspberry, <laughs> raspberry milkshake. It's nice, actually. Yeah, I'm going to work out whether I like it or not. It's not going to make me sick, is it? I don't, I don't think the, element, the ingredients in it can make you sick. But. Anyway, those of you at home who want a, the recipe for the Vampsy <laughs> raspberry milkshake, you put, heat some milk up in a pan and then put some raspberry jam in there. It, it, it all curdled <laughs> yeah. the milk as well. I was just using things up. I was just using things up. Anyway, just quickly, I was thinking, because I met someone yesterday while I was uh, distributing books on Sankirtan. He he was, he was a Christian, and he said, because uh, I stopped him. I said, oh, how are you doing?" And 
And he goes, oh, it's the old, I can't remember what you said, like the old switcheroo or something like that, you know? As in, like, he was, he was sort of had this idea of, you know, you try and introduce yourself, say something, and then try and, I guess, speak, you know, religion to them or something. But he was saying, yeah, you know, back in my day when I was younger, me and all my friends, they all got into this yoga and TM, transit meditation, you know, from India. But, um, you know, after a while, they sort of grew out of it. And now he's found religion. So he had this idea like religion was, you know, something more real. And like all the stuff from India and that, it was all just airy-fairy, sort of like a fad. Do you know what I mean? Because it didn't have much, you know, it didn't make sense to him or whatever, you know. So I said to him, yeah, but I'm sure you can appreciate, I I agree, and I'm sure you can appreciate that without God, then there's no substance to spirituality. And he thought about it, and he was like, yeah. And then he was inviting me to the church and to sit down and talk about what God is and stuff, but... Did you go? I didn't have the time. But yeah, yeah, that's the, I think, like, we're touching a lot of these words, you know, I think about it sometimes, just when translating from Sanskrit to English, you just, you know, you just have to use certain English words that already have so much connotations to them when you're trying to, and you're trying to use them to explain almost completely new cultural themes. So then it gets a bit tricky when you're trying to talk, even introduce the idea about God, soul, spiritual, you know what I mean? Mm. Religion. These words already have so many previous cultural connotations, yet you're trying to use them to introduce a completely new culture and concepts of ideas. So something to keep an open mind about. It triggers people, isn't it? Like um, when I went to Sweden to do book distribution as well, then you know you can't you can't even mention the word meditation to some people. To the Swedish. To Swedish, yeah. They're they're gonna. It's as if you know in the UK they would they would hear the word God. You know, you say meditation. You know, and so this is. Um, Why is that? And they consider it like, just they consider it. They pu- they put it in a category of <clears throat> things that are not, um, you know, scientific. I guess you know, and and not like kind of verifiable and and to do with the probably you know either religion or the airy fairy kind of thing. So it's not it's not something that they want to relate to. But actually, you know, it's funny because. A lot of people, you know, may have this, you know, they hear that and they say no, you know. But if you actually, you know, break through the ice with them, and they're they're actually interested in that. And you you got polls which have been done in Sweden, which is, which uh, you know, you have like a majority of people, uh, maybe something like sixty percent, that when they ask, you know, do you think there's something higher to life, you know, than what is presented, and they say yes, you know. But it's just on the surface, most people are gonna say. I don't want to talk about these things, you know. So mm-hmm. Maybe it's a very private mm. thing as well. So going back then to spiritual charity, then would spiritual charity is to go up and tell people this stuff? To go out and bang your bag of a guitar and tell people, like... Well, I started getting into the spiritual life when someone gave me a bag of a guitar... He didn't tell me anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just approached me on the street and gave me one. Um, and I gave him a donation. So then I started reading it. And for me, that was so powerful. So I'm so grateful, you know, that I got that book. 
What made you take that Bhagavad Gita? Well, I was already, um, I considered myself spiritual, you know, because I was um, exploring different things. Like I bought a Buddhist book um, and that actually helped me in my life, but it didn't help me spiritually really. Like, you know, if I was to analyze it, it helped me more on the mental platform. Like the, the lesson I took from the Buddhist book was, it was saying, you know, if you, he who says he has hurt me, he has wronged me, he has um, harmed me, suffering will follow that person just like the cart follows the beast that pulls it. <laughs> um, whereas he who doesn't say he has hurt me, he has wronged me, he has harmed me, happiness will follow that person just as the cart follows the beast that pulls it. So that helped me a lot in my life because I realized, okay, my, my problems, my suffering is not, I can't, if I, if <laughs> I have to stop thinking it's caused by other people <laughs> and that helped me a lot. So that, but that was more, that's more just mental, mental stuff, you know, mm, it's more mental charity. Yeah. So I considered that I was spiritual and I was exploring and things like that. And then one night I was out in Soho, after evening, early evening. Um, walking around and I wasn't feeling good you know um, and uh, this lady tapped me and my friend on the back and uh, my friend said oh, uh, Sam the, she's trying to give give us something so and uh, I wasn't in a good mood but I saw that she had a Bhagavad Gita and um, was dressed kind of spiritual you know in a sari and everything so I thought okay well I'm supposed to be spiritual, so uh, I better take it anyway, even though I'm not in the mood. <laughs> but yeah, reading that book was so powerful, and now since then I've read it, you know, over ten times. And so that was genuine charity. That was some, you know, she gave me something that helped me so much in my life, and also not just me, but so many um, other people who I was and still am very close to. You know, it made it made such a difference. You know, it was so powerful. But if she'd stood there and told me, this is the way, <laughs> um, you know, and uh, tried to explain it to me, I probably, I wouldn't have listened, you know, because she just gave me the book, which was presented so well and so powerfully. And the book has had so much power to it. That was real spiritual charity, you know, but. Hmm. Nice. Nice. Grango? Anything to add before we wrap up? Yeah, I mean, <coughs> like, if, if your throat's a bit dry, then there's this lovely, <laughs> lovely milkshake. <laughs> that, yeah, uh, I think of it, but <laughs> I prefer having a dry throat. Sometimes. <laughs> um, no, I was thinking that you know a lot of people that the 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 you know if you tell them that if they hear that you know they say, well, no, I don't need this type of charity. I'm happy, you know. I'm, I'm happy with what I have. I'm happy with whatever. But I mean. You know, mainly nowadays, you know, we just walk into the high street and just see, you know, people don't look happy, you know. Like that man yesterday with no, yeah. walking with absolutely no trousers or no yeah. pants. Just had a jacket on. Just had a jacket on. Dressed by the winds and yeah, all directions, directions in the jacket. Yeah, so, so uh, I mean, this is one case, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking just about this type of, yeah, yeah. of person, obviously, you know. Just, um, I mean, this is, this is what I find that just going on the street and, just giving people the opportunity to speak about these topics, mm -hmm. where whether or not you know the result is they get a book or whatever you know, but at least you know you meet some people who, who just in their life they never never 
spoke about things like that. They never went that deep in thinking about, oh, okay, maybe, you know, I'm something beyond the body, beyond the mind, you know. Uh, some some person, I remember, you know, thanking me and saying, you know, oh, you know, I never, I never could speak about these things to anyone else because, you know, nobody wants to talk about these things. And it's very, very personal hmm. topics. <laughs> Sorry, no, I just took a sip of the milkshake. I was just yeah. relishing the milkshake. Gets yeah, nicer as you get into it. So I didn't, I didn't mean to uh, offend the maker of the milkshake, by the way. Yeah. I find it very tasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, I think... I mean, we've all, we've all got first-hand experience of what it's just giving people the opportunity to... If they want to discuss these spiritual topics, and that's why one of the reasons why we do the podcast, so to just get that spiritual sound vibration out there mm. in order to help people. And uh, yeah, I think one form of spiritual charity is actually to just give give spiritual knowledge, right, in the shape of these books, like Bhagavad Gita and Sri Shapanisha and Shema Bhagavatam. Mm. And that's what we're going to do today. Yeah. Right, where are we going? Probably Kamadan Klechri or Kamadan Halford West or Kamadan Swandi, Klechri Swandi, maybe somewhere like that. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. We've been the Welsh thank Yogis. You, I'll see you again soon. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gladhar Shri Bhaktadi Gol Bhaktarina Vajrasri Shri Vasari Om Bhattam Nath